This is Shelby Hansen, and you're listening to episode 75, When Gratitude Feels Hard. Welcome to the Get Your Energy Back podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Hansen. As a life coach, invisible illness warrior, and kidney transplant recipient, I've navigated the waters of chronic fatigue for nearly a decade and can help you feel more energized and alive than ever before. In this podcast, we dive deep into topics that can help you boost your energy levels and live a more vibrant life. Whether you're looking to overcome limiting beliefs, improve your relationships, gain a better understanding of what is affecting your energy levels, or simply find more joy and fulfillment in your life, the Get Your Energy Back podcast is the perfect place to start. So sit back, relax, and join me on this journey towards a more energized, balanced, and vibrant life. Hello and welcome to the show. Happy Juneteenth. I am wearing my Tabitha Brown shirt in honor of today. Um, Tabitha Brown, this is her, her shirt, if you're looking on the YouTube channel, says, have a good day, but if you can't, don't you dare go about messing up nobody else's. She is an amazing black comedian and um, also actress. So look her up on Instagram if you haven't ever followed her before. She's absolutely amazing. So today I wanted to really dive into this topic of when gratitude feels hard, okay? I know that we get the messages all the time that you need to be grateful. And I have an amazing podcast I did, I think probably a year ago on toxic positivity. So you can go back and listen to that. But... I wanted to talk about what to do when you feel like you want to be grateful, but you just can't get there and you don't know why. Okay, so I'm going to start out with this. The most amazing thing happened to me this morning, and I want to tell you about it. I woke up, and so did you. Now, this isn't to discount whatever experience you're having this morning or whatever's going on for you personally, but think about it. You woke up too. When I was 31 years old, so I'm going to be 40 this year, so you do the math. I wasn't sure how many more times I would get to wake up. I remember driving to the hospital, driving to the, the emergency room with my husband. They said that they had test results and we needed to come in right away. And I didn't know what they were going to tell me. I didn't know what my life expectancy was going to be. All I knew was that I had three little kids and a husband that was not prepared to not have his wife around. And so when I put things into perspective like that, It makes me feel so amazing that I'm alive right now, that yes, I did find out that I needed a kidney transplant and I got it. In fact, I'm celebrating next month my fifth anniversary of having a kidney transplant. It's also my birthday month, so I celebrate all month long because my kidney transplant anniversary is July 6th and my birthday is July 26th, so just so you know, we're going to be doing a lot of celebrating around here. So be ready for it for July. Okay. So, but what happens if you're not in that state where you want to be happy about, you know, just being alive, but you really can't get there? I want to speak to that. Now, the first thing I think is so important, and I talked about this in the resisting podcast last week, was about honoring how you're feeling. How do you do that? How do you honor how you're feeling in this present moment? 
Uh, one of the best ways that I have found is to talk it out, but sometimes even then it's hard to um, explain what it is that you're feeling inside, that something's going on, especially when it feels like there shouldn't be anything that is holding you back, but like everything's kind of going okay, but you just can't figure out why you're in a funk. This is my tip for you. Write it out. Get yourself a piece of paper, one that you are not going to keep, or a journal. I actually have a couple of journals that I will keep that are just for my rants and ravings, and I will just write it out. And um, when I'm done, when that journal's filled up, I just throw it away. I don't need to see it again. I don't even read it again, but you just, there's something that happens when you write out and don't let yourself filter and censor what you're going to say. Things come out on the page that you wouldn't expect. And so um, I was speaking to this because I was having a hard time last week and I was just like, I, I don't know what's going on. What's happening here? And I pulled out my journal. I have, I have one by my bed. And I just started letting it go and just writing, writing, writing. And like I said, don't censor yourself during this time. Just write it all out. Get every little detail out until you feel like, okay, I'm complete. Usually, I don't want to spoil it too much for you, but usually by the time you have gone through like all of the negative things that just are pouring out of you that don't even really make sense, but just get it out anyway, you start to realize, oh, I don't even believe this stuff. (laughs) Some of it you might, but some of it is just like, this is not even true what I'm writing. Uh, I I think that, yeah, so there's just different times when I have written things out and I'm like, that's not even a thing. (laughs) So that's number two. So number one is write it out or talk it out if you're verbal. Um, But I think that there's just something that Even when you go to speak, there is a filter. When you go to write, there's so much less of a filter and you're able to really get at the core of what's happening for you. Okay, so after that, you're gonna wanna think, look at what you've written a little bit, not too much, but just decide what is real, like what's a real legitimate concern that you have that you've written out and what is just simply fear talking, okay? So for me, I'm like, I have all of these fear stories about how, like, if I do this thing, then my, you know, (laughs) I was just talking to my husband. I think I already shared on the podcast, but I'm like, you're going to like the, at the end of the line is like, he's going to leave me and he's going to hate me. And you know, all of this stuff. And I told him, and he's like, that's so far from reality. I'm like, I know, but my brain just goes there because I love him so much. That's why I would be so sad if I wasn't married to him. Or if he was really mad at me, right? (laughs) So decide, like, is this a real legitimate thing? Is there something that I can do about this? It's like, if you have a health concern and you've got like new symptoms cropping up, like maybe there is something that you could do. Maybe we need to go talk to your medical team and say, hey, these are are some things that are happening. Let's do some testing. But some of it might just be the fear talking. I know that when I was at my lowest before I found life coaching, when I was, I would do journaling, but before I really understood coaching, one of the main thoughts that would come up for me all the time was that nobody's listening to me. My kids don't listen to me. My husband doesn't listen to me. Like people in the grocery store don't listen to me. Like nobody listens to me. That was really me not listening to me. And I was projecting it out into every other relationship. So that was the fear speaking, saying, nobody cares about you. Nobody's listening to you. 
And even as after I got it out on the paper and I looked at it, I was like, that's not even true. Like, the kids are pretty awesome. Like, there's some times when, you know, when they were really little that they were still learning, but that's not even true. Okay. So, write it out, talk it out, decide what's real and what is simply fear talking. And then the third thing is give yourself a healthy helping of self compassion. So, and one of my favorite ways right now to do this um, was taught to me by my uh, life coach, Jody Moore. I love how she ta- uses this self-talk for herself when she feels like something's a little bit off. So how I do it is I'll talk to myself and notice and I'll be like, hey, Shelby girl, what's going on for you? And then let that piece of me speak back and tell me like, what is going on for you? And from that answer, that safety that I've created for that, that's this um, container of self-compassion, then I use that to add love to what's happening. So if, if this Shelby inner me is telling me, hey, like, I feel like you're working me too hard and you're not giving me enough breaks and you're expecting me to do a lot, then this higher version of me that's listening to me she is going to add love and say, you know what? You're totally right. I haven't been doing that. How can I do that for you better? And also I promise that I will take care of you because that at the root is what happens with a lot of us is that, um, our bodies are used to us bulldozing over them and not honoring and paying attention to them and giving yourself the rest that you need before it's an emergency. So give yourself that self-compassion instead of going into the judgment of like, well, look at you, 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 these are all these things that are wrong with you and believing the shame, using this as an opportunity to garner more self-love. And from that, I will tell you what, if you do this work the next morning, when you wake up, you know, what's going to happen. I kind of feel grateful I know it's so weird, but when you allow the shame, allow disappointment, allow any of the negative emotions to have the the space to tell you the message of what they need, that's when you're able to open up space for gratitude to come into. Gratitude feels hard when you are pushing against what is really happening for you. So what you want to do is open up space for your experience. And when you do that, when you actually honor how you feel, that's when the little inklings of gratitude get to come up and say, guess what? Yeah, there is a lot of hard things that you've been through or that you're going through. There are a lot of fear stories that you've told. But the truth is just as much that here is all of the things that you can be grateful in. These things don't need to go away for you to feel gratitude in this moment. And when you stop trying to shame yourself into gratitude and let it come up naturally, that's when gratitude is going to start to feel easy. All right. If you have been wondering, how do I get more of this? How do I understand these concepts on an even deeper level? How do I get the coaching that Shelby is talking about that has transformed so much of her life? Okay. Book a fatigue recovery call. I'll put the link in the show notes, but book your call. We'll get on a call for half an hour. I'm going to give you my three-step process for how to get your energy back. And 
help you to be able to have the energetic, vibrant, healthy life that you so desire. I know that for me, when I didn't have my health, there was nothing that I could do. There is nothing more important in your life than focusing on taking care of you, getting your health back so that you can live those dreams that you have in your heart. Some of you have dreams in your heart that you don't even remember what they are because it's just been pushed down for so long. In coaching, I help create the space for you to dream again and to really start savoring, enjoying, and creating an amazing life. So book your fatigue recovery call and I will show you the way. All right, have an incredible week. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you're looking for a life coach to work with, what are you waiting for? Let's get coaching together today. I hope you have a wonderful week as you take your power back on creating more vitality, energy, and vibrancy in your life today.